Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, once again, the executive producer of The Jason Ellis Show here on Sirius XM, just in time for the 2018-19 National Basketball Association season. Hello, welcome back, Andrew Gruse. Thank you. I'm excited. We're just a couple days away from uh, the NBA season tipping off. I am excited, too. I'm not sure exactly what I am excited about, but big picture storylines... I'd have to imagine if you took the first couple minutes of this podcast from last year, it would be exactly the same as what we're about to say now. You're probably right. And somehow the NBA, it used to be that the NFL was year long, but they've changed the draft and the scouting combine and stuff like that. So it feels like there's a little bit of a dead period with the NFL and there's a number of issues going on with the NFL that may be making it less popular, but the NBA has taken it over and it's a year round thing. They just take off August. August, I did not have podcasts that were really worth listening to, but... There were still no shortage of rehashed articles of things that have been done 20 times that I just read for the 21st time. Right. You're trying to figure out the ramifications of a number of the big storylines that took place in June and July. And yep. then, of course, people are already, are already looking forward to the 2019 offseason and what Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, guys like that, Jimmy Butler, Kevin are going Durant. to do. Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving's going to stay with the Celtics. He said that in Boston on obvious. the court. Where's he going to go? Supposedly, the Knicks were a destination. How many times? I mean, just how many times? Okay. I, I know I've mentioned this before with you. You're Kyrie Irving, and you're sitting there, and you're saying, I have um, a dynasty that is set to replenish itself that is nowhere near peaking. If anybody can beat the Warriors now, it might well be us. The Rockets probably have a 12-month window at best. And even if we don't get the Warriors now, our real window probably hasn't opened yet. Or me and Jimmy Butler and Chris Stapps can go play for a guy with a blues band. Or you, Chris Stapps, and Kevin Durant can play at the Garden, which is, I'm not a Knicks fan, but I, as I was getting into basketball, it was like John Starks, Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, Mason. It looked amazing to play in front of those fans when they were a pretty good team. And I, still like mm -hmm. Linsanity looked awesome yeah i tell you what james dolan is the luckiest son of a bitch who was ever born because i was looking at um seat geek prices for tickets uh for clippers games i can't i'm priced out of lakers tickets i've never been to a lakers game in my entire life and um happened to see when the clippers went to new york and the clippers are a below average team yeah yeah um, no, no marquee stars, and New York loves a star. I don't know if you know that about New York. They love a star, and um, uh, they were twenty dollars more for the lowest ticket than what was the average ticket price for the for just another Clippers game. So they're getting fifty bucks, fifty five bucks a pop on the secondary market for a nothing game in the middle of the regular season. Still, how much abuse will you take, Knicks fans? And it's not like there are questions about when Kristaps returns the season, if mm -hmm. at all. So it's like you're looking at Frankie Smokes and yeah. Kevin Knox, who's 
wasn't bad over the summer league, but is so young. How about this? How about this? I understand why season ticket holders won't give up their season tickets. And most of the people have enough money that the money doesn't mean a whole lot to them. What about if you guys just picked a select number of days, a real number of days, eight home games this coming season, New York, just don't show up. They've got your money. You've you've still got that stake. And when whenever when Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant show up and play their next season, you can walk right back to your seat. But they will have to endure having game after game where there are 4,000 people in the arena. But you understand growing up in the New York area, like the sexiness of the garden, right? Well, see, or is it just like me not being in that area? I have this ill-conceived notion or I'm just wrong no, about how cool it actually would be be to be like a top two or three team yeah. in the Eastern Conference. No, it's awesome. When the Knicks are good, but it's been a long, 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 long time that has coincided, not coincidentally, with James Dolan owning the team and all the people that he has hired and then rehired. I've never been totally sure because New York is... Um, I love New York City. It's my home. It always will be my home, but it's a little high in its own farts, and I've heard so many visiting players who come to town and been asked the question by New York reporters, how special is it to play at the Garden? How special is it to play at Yankee Stadium? And they all say the right things because they don't want to be on the back cover of the Daily News the next day. And it's never been totally clear to me if the, how sincere they were about if you're a, a 23, 24-year-old guy being like, I mean, this is the Mecca. It's like, well, I know you've heard that, but what are you basing that on? You've never seen a relevant game here in your entire life. That's fair. But so, yeah, if it comes back, it's fucking hot. It's super hot. Yeah. Right. So if, that's a big if. That's next off season. Yeah. The Knicks didn't make my like top five or six or seven storylines this season because no. they've got Noah under contract for twenty some million. That's so unbelievable. they're completely capped out. So they're you not gotta able make to that add deal. Anybody. You gotta make a deal fast before Tibbs gets fired. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's get, a good point. Get a second Somehow rounder. Get Jimmy Butler for get Noah a second rounder for, for Tibbs from Tibbs for Noah while you still can. But I can run through my five top five uh, off-season storylines from the NBA. Get your thoughts on that, and then we can touch on. We'll start with the Western Conference since we have a tendency to kind of not really remember them when we <laughs> when we do these. But uh, number six, I wanted to put Dwight Howard joining the Wizards as a top storyline because I still, despite my fandom of the Washington Wizards, I still think that team's not bad. The yeah. Eastern Conference is not good. That being They're said, the Trailblazers of the East. That being said, Dwight Howard just got an injection in his back and is not playing. So let's strike that off the list. Number five. No, 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 no. Let's talk. Can we talk about that yeah, briefly? Yeah. Um, but it, it's he's not going to play to start the season. So it's just kind of like, all right, we're back to John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto, Otto Porter, yeah. Markeith Morris. Let's see what they can do. Jan Mahini's shooting threes, which is now just a terrible thing that's going on in the NBA. But he's talking about it and doing it in preseason games. I actually think it would be hilarious. I think somebody could win the internet for a, a day if, like, um, like, uh, 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 what's uh, God? I, Boban, right? Just went off season and 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 just spent like three days at the gym and made just clip together every three he managed to heave in and just put them together and put it out to show that he is working on threes this off season and now he is a drop dead because it would just troll everybody who is who's doing that sincerely. Oh, they'd love it. Be like, oh, the offense is really going to open up now that you can push Boban out to twenty three feet. Even if everybody knew that it was an absolute trick. Right. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like do one that's like behind the back. 
just put the time in and 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 make sure that every single one goes in. But it's not far fetched when Marcus Soles now made this somewhat a legitimate part of his offensive arsenal. Yeah, and Brooke Lopez yeah. and um the Wizards. This is probably the last year of this. Right, this is probably the writing on the wall. That- They're signed, so the top three guys are signed. I think John Wall's supermax kicks in next off season, oh, and I he's going to start making like thirty five, forty million. Mm-hmm. Beal's making mid twenties. Otto Porter, you had to sign to a max because Sac- you matched what Sacramento signed him to, which is great. Like he's a good fourth option, but he's got to be the third option on this team, especially if Dwight Howard's injured. Also, if you saw the photos of John Wall this summer, he was looking. Super rough, like yeah. the Team USA photos. It was just like, what corner have you been hanging out on? They were <laughs> they were really really bad. And then he flipped out on DC reporters who asked him about like partying too much. And he was like, after my nine to five is done, I want to go out. I'm not going to be a homebody. What do you do when you're finished with your articles? And it was just like, okay, now we're we're entering peak like John Wall is trolling. Yeah, everybody, surly John Wall. Yes. Here's one of the things that. I- should make me dislike the NBA, but makes me love it. I was trying to figure out, we're, we're trying to buy some tickets to this upcoming season, and I was trying to decide between OKC and the Sixers, and they're about the same price, and I was leaning Sixers. Smart. And But then I saw that the game was on January 1st, and I was like, <laughs> wait, All I, right. is it insane to think? Because now- Embiid's a, going out. I, ben Simmons is going out. And I'm going to assume they will have flown into LA the day before. Yes, of course, yeah. Right, so you, that might is it like a twelve tip? No, 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 no. It is. It, it is a it, night. Tip. It is like a nighttime game. But is this going to be a, a a noticeably lethargic, sluggish? Might yeah. be the word to describe <laughs> that game. But yeah, the Wizards; those guys are probably untradeable. At least John Wall and and Otto Porter. And I don't know if you want to flip Brad Beal to anybody. So like, yeah, I still think they're like a three to six seed in the East. But unless I I would have liked for them to go after Jimmy Butler, send Otto Porter. Trade Kelly Oubre, throw in some kind of protected first round pick, and go all in on the Eastern Conference with the top three of Wall, Beal, and Butler. I love all these teams going all in. I love the the um, this is this is the you just just do it. Everybody with this long term planning, everybody's got a long term plan. Unless you stumble into a transcendent superstar, your long term plan doesn't mean a goddamn thing. If there's a sliver of hope with a core that you've you know that's just sort of stagnating it's good not great not going to get better you know call it the clipper syndrome just take your shot if your shot presents itself i love the um it's not even a rumor it was just some guy on on the ringer was like the raptors need to get jimmy butler for uh lowry and it just makes perfect sense just do it just go for it make something crazy happen and you'd be surprised uh I, i the other thing is i think that's probably your best chance to resign these people is not getting the meeting with them in the off season. It's bringing them in under any circumstances and just hoping that you have one of those magic runs where, you know, I mean, look what happened with the Pelicans last year. It can happen. Right. So if we want to jump, Kawhi yeah. to Toronto was my number two storyline mm-hmm. in the off season. And I kind of love it for Toronto. Yes. I don't think they gave up a ton. We just The only thing to me that gets, because it's not a fun thing to talk about and speculate about, is his health. Right. And all the photos of him playing at UCLA this summer with LeBron and those guys, like, he looks good. Yeah, you're giving up a lot if he doesn't re-sign. But, like, you weren't going anywhere with DeRozan. And so why not throw it all in and hope that, yeah, this Eastern Conference is super weak. You can't count on the health of the Celtics. So, yeah, we can make the, the Eastern Conference final for sure with this Toronto team. Yeah. Well, I was under I the hate impression. it for the Spurs, by the way. 
absolutely hate it. Well, let's talk about that in a second. I was under the impression that this was an all-in year for the Raptors anyway, because there is that thought that the Sixers and the maybe the Celtics, if you're lucky, might be one year away. So it, it, you're already looking at making shaking it up in pretty drastic ways if you didn't win this year. So I don't see what the downside is. And I mean, we all thought we knew Kawhi, and now I don't know if anybody knows Kawhi. I don't know if Kawhi knows Kawhi. I could imagine him being happy in Toronto. It seems supposed to be a great city. Like outside, the, the fans are great, but the city's supposed to be amazing as well. I've never spent time there. Well, but it just it's... seems very similar to San Antonio in terms of the the basketball culture. As yeah. try as he might, I don't think Drake has made it a flashy, superficial kind of place. You have um, knowledgeable, incredibly supportive fans. You don't have an obnoxious TMZ-type glare on you. It, it, it's a solid organization. It seems like a, a potential fit. And it's, and it's funny, then you say the same thing about DeMar DeRozan going to the Spurs for the exact same reasons. Right. The question, though, I would have is, if you're Kawhi, that team is probably maxed out. You're not going to be able to add a bunch of guys. They've never been a free agent destination. And if you're looking at the Celtics, the Sixers, maybe the Bucks being the three teams at the top or on the rise in the East, then the the Raptors, I mean, Lowry's had weight issues uh, in terms of being in shape over the years. And so that's got to become even worse the older he gets. And mm-hmm. so maybe the the ceiling isn't that high for the for the Raptors after this year and so Kawhi says yeah I saw the Clippers signed or drafted a bunch of young kids I'm in LA I'm an LA guy I should go there but I think you got to if you're the Raptors you have to make that trade yeah I agree I agree and I also think that with these guys I I think hopefully most people learn their lesson about Durant and there's limits to what is socially acceptable in terms of ring chasing and so you might say Toronto is not the greatest, um, uh, it, it, you know, if you were going to build uh, um, a place for him on paper, not the perfect situation, but like what is the better situation? If he goes, did you notice, and I, I'm jumping around a lot, doesn't seem like a ton of superstar enthusiasm to go play with LeBron. Yeah, I think that's fair. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. Although you would say guys like Lance, um, Rondo are excited. They're not that top-level superstar that, that wants to team with LeBron, but they're at least excited to play to with him. getting paid? Oh, yeah. Right. And finding that one-year oh, <laughs> that, yeah. that Yeah, that could be used as well. <laughs> but yeah, it's, the question, it's a good question. Does Kyrie's prickliness with LeBron taint that? Or is that actually just who LeBron is? Right. Because it, it does seem like Olympics, the guys love playing with him. Mm-hmm. The banana boat team loves him. Mm-hmm. But, but now you're talking about a generational thing. I think right. Dwayne Wade probably would be happy to, to play with him. Carmelo, I imagine, would be happy to... Anybody who was on what, what, Gabriel Union probably be very happy to <laughs> right. take a paycheck from the Lakers as well. But the, that next sub-generation down... I'm not saying nobody wants to play with LeBron, but I think it's interesting that, okay, we understand Kyrie's not going to go to the Lakers, but Jimmy Butler would reportedly prefer to go try to start a team with Kyrie in New York than just go play with LeBron James on the Los Angeles Lakers. That's interesting. And I guess part of it, and you and I kind of read all the same NBA articles, listen to the same NBA podcast, the element of Clutch and his management team and the agents that play into it 
there have been a lot of rumors that John Wall would like to go west and join LeBron just due to the the relationship he shares the same agent, things like that. And that might be one of the bigger stars that could team up with LeBron and have it work that's a younger generation. But yeah, you're right. Outside of that Dwayne Wade, that draft class, there's not a lot of guys that seem to be like, yeah, let me team up with LeBron. That may be also, you're not going to make full max money and you're still probably not going to beat the Warriors, so why not be the the lead dog on your own team? But it's a good question. You don't think there's you don't think it's very likely that LeBron assembles a team in the next 24 months that can compete with the Warriors? He was already on one. I think it's did, I mean, how much did they compete? Well, that was Well, they won one. I think Draymond was a pretty big reason that they won that one. They they beat the Warriors in the yeah. NBA finals. I would just be surprised. I I, I know they're Part of the Kawhi talk was that Lakers or Clippers, yeah, you can add a second guy. I don't love the Lakers pieces. I don't I don't like Kuzma as like a, a secondary guy. I think he's like an empty stats guy that when they've been bad last year, he could shoot it 18 times, get his 20 points. But what does he do this year? I still don't like Lonzo. His, his shot looks a little bit better, but man, that thing is rough. So I, I don't love the Lakers secondary pieces right now. Therefore, adding a top flight guy, it might get you to like the the Rockets level, but I don't think it puts you in the realm with the Warriors. Okay, well, the Rockets could have beaten the Warriors too. If if the Warriors are just untouchable, then what's the point of the conversation if they're absolutely untouchable? Let's just say that the point is to be the second best team in the league. Oh, yeah. Then you add a player. I mean, if you add Jimmy Butler to that Lakers team, are they the second best team in the league? I don't know. I mean, it's just so hard. That team that they have right now isn't a team, and it won't be their team at midseason. I just don't know what. So you're basically talking about LeBron and some young guys. To me, it seems fairly obvious that in 12 months we're going to be talking about Star X that they acquired for Kuzma and Lonzo and who knows what else. I think that's fair. And the big question is, can you get a guy like Anthony Davis, which then automatically vaults you to the top of the league, probably right below the Warriors only if he indicates that he's going to sign with the Lakers anyway and then all of a sudden I guess you don't give up Ingram if you don't have to and then it just becomes what what young players and draft picks are you willing to part with because you have the Pelicans over the barrel I just wonder I go back to following the Wizards when Michael Jordan was there he was such a tough practice player competitor some would say just a dick to the young guys does LeBron get that same rap when you've got Kuzma, Ball, Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, those type of guys in practice every day. I think Josh Hart looks amazing. Brandon Ingram, while skinny beyond belief, supposedly really good practice player. I just have questions if LeBron starts riding those guys super hard, how they respond. Yeah. Well, and like also, said, they like don't said, get a yeah. ton of minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a question. Like, when you add JaVale and Lance and Rondo, like, how many minutes are there? But are the vets going to get upset because Lonzo Ball's playing 32 minutes a game? Or does Lonzo not get a bunch of experience because Rondo's playing 32? Yeah, you're right. They really have two teams at the same at the same time. Neither of which will be their team. Right. I, I think half of that. One of those two teams will not be there at the trading deadline. Any other shadow team will be gone in twelve months. I don't know which one is is which. I haven't heard much from the dad, Lonzo's dad, huh? That's yeah, interesting. I was thinking about that the past couple of days. Has Lonzo told him like, 
dude, you just got to be quiet. LeBron's here now. Or was it Magic? Was it Luke? Who, was it did, LeBron? Had people just not told him to shut up before? Why did it take this time? I think they had. But it's just like... It took. Your, it's it's your ultimately kid was his decision. Injured, yeah. And I think there was serious concern over him getting traded this offseason. And that's why the, the knee surgery info leaked out. Because they were like, well, you can't trade an injured player. We have to see him back on the court before he has any value. Maybe his dad was just like, yeah, I should should be quiet. Otherwise, I'm driving my son out of L.A. much quicker than otherwise would happen. I said when LeBron first signed there that I am among the people who, while I would never be skeptical about his ability, who could be still don't enjoy rooting for him and would never really choose to root for him, that he could flip even people like me if he immediately issued a statement of tell your old man to shut up or start looking at houses in Sacramento. That would have... Who could hate that guy? Right. I think he's always wanted to be loved. That gets you universally loved. And I think I've definitely turned towards being more appreciative of LeBron as a player over the past couple years. And the downside of that is that I've started to dislike the Warriors more and more. Why why do you think that those two are related? And by the way, I I feel the same way. I've always respected him as a basketball player. Maybe didn't the subtleties of his game reveal themselves over time? The more you watch him, I just think he's grown up as a person. I think I I think he's a better person than the the heat guy was a fucking dick. Nobody's ever going to convince me otherwise. I happened to turn on NBA TV the other day, and they happened to be showing the fucking moment of whatever it was, game five of the 2011 um, finals, where Wade and fucking LeBron are walking in the hallway doing the fake cough to to mock Dirk for no apparent reason. What a bunch of fucking assholes. Not six, not seven, not ten, not fifteen. Fuck you guys. But he's I think he's come a long way, and I think he's a pretty solid dude now. I still don't like rooting for him. Right, and on the other side of that, I think I still like Clay Thompson. I think it's going to be really hard for me to dislike Clay. It's Clay, it's uh, Iguodala, and it's Steve Kerr. Those are the likable guys that are left right and the problem is like draymond driving me nuts yeah Yeah, sean livingston love draymond draymond is a pox it is it is so frustrating watching him because yes he gets on he not only gets under his opponent's skin it's the viewer's skin and then i really loved steph at davidson really liked him coming into the league felt bad for him for the ankles but like the shimming and and i sound like a 70 year old white guy right now just hating that I should love it. I love personality on the court, but there's something about Steph and now Durant and Draymond that is just it's grating. Yeah, it's become I can't, like, pretty insufferable. The 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 the, the uh, mouthpiece chewing used to be kind of cute. It was like a puppy. And now it's a very arrogant the way he does that. Right. And it's 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 hard to put into words exactly why I flipped that way. But yeah, it is it's grating. It's 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 I'm not. I don't enjoy watching them as much as I as I want to or as I should. Yep. Now it's still amazing watching them go on like a three minute run. Oh god, yeah. And put up twenty points, but it's it's hard. And maybe it's. I feel like they're not trying a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. That's probably. And maybe fair. that's part of it. They're pacing themselves, of course. They're a dynasty. I like Boogie, and you add Boogie to that team. You like Boogie. I do like Boogie. Interesting. No, it was definitely. It's funny to. I've changed more than the Warriors have changed and how exciting um, and fun those runs used to be. And now 
watching like the Rockets and it was like, oh, fuck, they're loose. They're doing it again. It was like watching Peyton Manning pick apart a defense when you were rooting against Peyton Manning. And you're like, oh, God, the monster got out of the, you know, it's like they, they um, you know, you, you nailed the werewolf into the room and oh, fuck, he's loose. We're dead. And the one saying is that you've got to, when a team's on an, on an extended run, you've got to do something to like shake up the dynamics of that team. I'm hoping Boogie does that and the guys seem to to have fun again because it doesn't seem entirely enjoyable for the Warriors and I think that's something Kerr said Mm -hmm. he had tried to impart upon them last season was like let's enjoy this this is remarkable what we're doing yeah and even if it's like a passing moment in one of the preseason games I think I saw a day or two ago Durant loses his shoe on the court Boogie was somehow doing commentary and made some joke about well he wouldn't do that if he was wearing Pumas as Boogie's Pumas new top spokesman and it's just funny things like that which like yeah i can i can enjoy this team again boogie's cracking jokes man hopefully he's having fun the bar for sports humor it's low okay here's my here's my prediction on the boogie thing when does he play I, i have no idea um my prediction is that he will not make them meaningfully better does bad boogie make an appearance like pouty boogie, pouty boogie, cursing at Kerr, something like that during the season, or is he like, I gotta just get my health right. I'm a free agent next off season. No, I don't think so. I would, I would be surprised. Um, but I just think that either, and this isn't based on anything. It's just a guess. Either won't get fully healthy, will, but will only be able to contribute in a marginal way or I don't see it becoming a thing where he gels with the death lineup and all of a sudden it's this unstoppable five and I would be, I'm not business on anything, mildly surprised if it becomes a thing where they sit three or four starters at a time and give him 10 minutes to just absolutely demolish second teams. My guess is he he might not be a factor or... On paper, he might look like a, a more marginal role player than his reputation and you know preceding career would suggest. I just don't think he's going to catapult him to some whole other completely stupid level. So we hit three of the stories that I had. LeBron, Kawhi, Boogie. Fourth story, Paul George staying, Carmelo Anthony leaving. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those? Should Paul have come to the Lakers? Interesting that he didn't. Yeah. Very interesting. Because it's not like you're the lead dog in Oklahoma City. Everyone in the league knew that, uh, far from the lead dog, it's the Rush show. And right, then, you'll never be you might not superstar see the, one. You might not see the ball at times when you really should have the ball. Do you think LeBron gets his teammates more involved than Russ? Uh, if they're good, yeah. So he would have probably been more involved in the offense than he will be in Oklahoma City if he had gone to the Lakers? Yeah, that's probably fair. So think about that. Everyone said he was going to the Lakers before LeBron was in play. Right. And the the taste of OKC did not work out radically differently, like radically better than people would have hoped or projected. And then LeBron James went to the Lakers and he stays in Oklahoma City. I would have also assumed that if George had gone to the Lakers, the Lakers would have wanted to go all in and traded those young guys for that third superstar. Yeah. Because then it's just like, if you got LeBron and Paul George with Kuzma, Ball, Hart, Ingram, that's a that's a middle 
three, four, five seed in the West probably. But if you add Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, whoever, that's a top two team right away. So it's interesting that Paul George stayed. I can't imagine OKC is much better than they were last year, and and they were a four seed. Right. Well, I think it's just a philosophical thing. Everybody is just all about this championship or bust mentality, and I've told you before on this show that I think you just kind of need to enjoy the Wizards for what they are, which is a team with a foundational superstar and a team that has been able to go toe-to-toe with LeBron James teams in the playoffs, even if they've ultimately lost. That is a good outcome for, you know, when you look back at the, you know, uh, in, in decades at the eras of the Wizards, it'll be one of the better ones. Right. You know, and that's just kind of the same way that I look at the Thunder is there just there's only one ring to go around. And I would just rather that they be I don't want Russ fighting with one arm behind his back. I don't see how he's going to win a championship like this. But the Carmelo thing didn't work. Everybody leads me to believe that, you know, the numbers all suggest that that Roberson's uh, injury was like this huge well, he suffered a setback, so it's going to be a while. Yeah, for that team to be fully healthy. But if they have, if if they are their best selves with him and without Carmelo, then I just want to see. I'll watch that team play in regular season, and I'll watch that team in the playoffs until they lose in probably like the second round. And Absolutely, because it's I'm cool with that. You're trotting out Stephen Adams as your third big three, and it's like I love him. That guy can't play in the playoffs. Wait, he can't. Not not crunch time. Why? Like because you can't have him guarding Durant or Draymond. Oh right. So that's the that's the problem. And like with what the Rockets will do in the playoffs, can he even? I guess he can be on the court with Capella. Right. But if they get matched up with the Warriors in round two, if somebody's it's, small, then he's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, he's you're in trouble. He's got he's big even by seven footer standards. Like, he's can so big. he guard? I guess he probably has to guard an Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis can step out and probably go buy him to the to the bucket. Yeah, I'm not fair. sure who can guard Anthony Davis other than LeBron right now. But yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's it's hard to see Oklahoma City being much better. But like, I, I get your money, Paul George. Even though there was tons of money out there wherever well, you it's went, not. he he wanted to stay there for whatever reason. The money was was all over the place for him. You know, so he could have he could have gone to the mecca. While we're, he could have, <laughs> uh, while we're talking Western Conference. Which of these teams do you see falling out of the playoffs from last year? Rockets still in. Yeah, and the other part of your question about the whole Paul George and and Carmelo thing, I just think what everybody else thinks. I man, watching that's that's that series was such a battle of attrition, and there were just so few guys who seemed like they were really. You felt good when they had the ball in their hands, and Ariza was the third guy on that even more than Eric Gordon I felt yeah. like and I know how they feel about you pay superstars and everybody else gets a million and I understand why they wouldn't and couldn't pay him 15 million but I just think what everybody else thinks that the Carmelo thing is not it is not going to work out it'd be different if we hadn't seen the OKC season last year and we were just thinking well if you get him off the Knicks then does it work if he kind of accepts his role that he has at the Olympics and it's less iso mellow throw it to me on the wing and clear out. I'm either going to shoot a three or back my guy down and instead kind of works within the offense and and realizes, yeah, uh, Harden's going to run his pick and roll at the top or CP3 is going to run his pick and roll at the top. I need to be the man in the corner shooting when open. I don't think he's a very good catch and shoot three point shooter. And it's going to be hor- trouble. And he's a horrible defender. 
Uh, yeah. They need 3 and D guys. And he's not a come-off-the-bench guy, by yeah. his own admission, right. which maybe he should. And they already have a really good come-off-the-bench guy, even if he decides to be okay with that. Because when you're on a team that's competing for a championship, I think people tend to get a little bit more flexible about their, their role. Anyway. So, uh, Houston Rockets, fine, still I in the playoffs. I believe go to the playoffs, yeah. Warriors? Yeah, I think they'll probably go to the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> Trailblazers. Who are the contenders to really honestly drop out? So you're looking at who's Trailblazers. The eight, who's the eighth seed? The eighth seed was the Timberwolves, which until we get here's the thing. Yeah, they're well. Even if Pelicans, Jim, Spurs, yeah. Timberwolves, Blazers, I would think would all potentially be in danger of yeah, falling out of the playoffs. Absolutely sure. The Spurs are going to be in serious trouble. Murray gone for the season. Yes. Uh, Lonnie Walker six to eight weeks, even though he's a rookie. It's like, all right, we're trotting out LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan. We're going to buck the entire NBA trend and just shoot 12 to 18-footers. Which it's is be pop sad. so smart that that works. I woke, up, like, you know, I woke up thinking yesterday morning that I wonder if Pop wished he had retired. See, I wish they had gone super young with the Kawhi trade. Even before this, this Murray injury. Uh-huh. It's just like, man, I understand, Pop, you want to get a couple last runs, but still, that is a tough, tough ask to no Tony Parker, no Manu. You're now trotting out Patty Mills. You lose Kyle Anderson. Not great, whatever. But, like, LaMarcus Gasol is so old. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm still amazed that he gets, like, 16 and 8. But He's appeared washed up to me for a number of years, and I know that the stats don't support that. But It's he, tough. Just because he was always kind of – you could always push him around on the post even in his – prime yeah and now he really looks like not all that much of a factor around the rim i really wonder if pop could do it all over again knowing now what he didn't know then if he would have just retired with manu could have been smart i guess maybe the question actually is which of the non-playoff teams could jump in Mm -hmm. i think we're generally accepting the lakers as a playoff team yes do we think the nuggets who were within a game last year I'm not even sure the Denver Nuggets actually exist. I've been reading about them for years, and I haven't seen them play since I think George Carl was their coach. But I keep hearing that they're really, really good. I feel like I've heard this before. I feel like they—let me guess. They don't have a true superstar, but they have like 10 really, really good players? Yeah, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. So they might be—Gary Harris might be amazing. But we'll see. Uh, Jamal Murray, good player. Reminds me a lot I of like. Do not know who that is. <laughs> reminds me a lot of Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns. So maybe the Nuggets make the playoffs. They have a Jokic, Jokic, right? Yes. Yeah. They have a Jokic. Okay. Portland has a Nurkic. Yeah. I believe that's correct. <laughs> uh, so Nuggets maybe Clippers. Uh, they lose DeAndre. Gallinari might play fifty games. Yeah, I think they unfortunately they should have sold high on DeAndre. Whatever they could have got for. For him, he definitely seemed like a, he was a one-dimensional guy in decline. Well, one-dimensional, I mean, obviously he played both sides of the of the court, but only within about three feet of the basket. Wait, so who's their, who's their best guys now? The Clippers? Yeah. Gallinari? When, you, when's, he, when's he back from injury? I think he's playing right now. When's you, he back? <laughs> he might be how out within he, a couple How, how long is he supposed to be out for? Uh, Marcin Gortat? Lou Williams? No, I don't think this team's going to the playoffs. All right. They, wait, wait, they who's, the, who's, the guy, who's the guy that got hurt? Like, uh, he got Haywarded, like, first game of the season last year. The Euro guy they got is supposed to be really good. Uh, Point guard, maybe? Well, that was 
the the really old smoked cigarettes at halftimes guy? Maybe. Um, I believe it begins with an M. It's not. It's like Mario Tekovic or something like that. But I don't. He was a point guard. Tiadosic. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't think he was as advertised and lighting the world on fire. I think it was Lou Williams is actually really really good. Uh-huh. He of course got injured and was out most of the season. Yeah. No. I don't know. I've seen a number of people say don't sleep on the Clippers. I, I, I will. Sacramento Kings. Yeah, they're probably not going to the playoffs. Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic. Dennis I, Smith I Jr. I don't want, yeah, I don't watch college, so I'm going to have to take everybody's word for it. It doesn't. Is this is this uh, is this Dirk's, Dirk's last, last year. run? Yeah, no, supposedly coming off the bench. Dirk, DeAndre, Dennis Smith Jr., Luka Doncic. Finally got DeAndre. <laughs> I don't think they're making the playoffs. Cuban is like the the Thibodeau of owners. These are just like love affairs with. <laughs> Do you see him ghosts? yelling at Markel well, actually, Fultz to shoot the ball in a preseason game? No, God. just uh, like come on. Oh, kind of funny. He's but... actually quite a bit more like uh, like the Doc Rivers of like I must sign this guy who played a good game against us once. Yeah, Chandler has, Parsons, has West yeah. Matthews, Wesley Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We know how to fix Achilles tendons. Memphis Grizzlies. If Conley and Gasol are healthy, maybe they jump up. Maybe they added a they really good more, youngster. It sounds like they would be more like taking advantage of teams, right? Falling. Of the Spurs falling, it, Timberwolves if they get rid of Jimmy Butler. Even if they keep him, I, I don't know that they're like a, a lock just because of that whole situation. I mean, although the crazy thing is, like you look at the standings from last year, the eight seed was just two more losses than the three seed. So right. Minnesota for like the first two thirds of the season was the three or four seed in the West. Right, and then they then only, just started realizing they all hate each other. Well, no, no, no. Jimmy got Butler got hurt. And, like, there were supposedly some women, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns things. Gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. But their numbers, that that be that as it may, their numbers with Jimmy Butler were much better. Were, were pretty elite. Tibbs probably gets fired before the end of the year, right? Gotta think so. Yeah. Although, who knows? Adding Luol Deng might save yourself. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> it's, that is just so runs fun. these players into the ground. But, like, and then yeah, let's sign Derrick Rose and Luol. Yeah. Yeah. They should get the Bulls mascot. Have <laughs> Benny. You should trade just for him. Uh, Phoenix Suns making the playoffs? Uh, probably not. Man, the West sounds uh, pretty easty all of a sudden. It's a little rough after like the top five. Yeah, yeah. And I that I just mean top heavy, not yeah. obviously the good teams are great. So maybe Nuggets, Lakers, Grizz slip in and the Pelicans, Spurs, Timberwolves slip out? You think the Pelicans fall out? Why? Seems like Anthony Davis found a whole new level. No, right. I don't I disagree with that. I think the Pelicans will make the playoffs. I guess you're you're banking on Drew Holiday having another great season with Anthony Davis, and mm-hmm. like how much can Anthony Davis handle? And he was relatively quite a lot. Healthy. He's a he's a foundational trend, you know, like uh, a top three, top four player in the league, and he's humongous, and he's like 25 years old. I would say he can do quite a bit. I guess I'm still concerned health wise <laughs> due to some of his past seasons where he's turned an ankle and been out for 12 games, and then right. that just fucking sinks you in the West. Yeah, I I, I would bet on going to the playoffs. So, yeah, West looks, I mean, maybe a couple teams change. That being said, I think it's still more change than happens in the East. Mm-hmm. So you got Raptors. They'll still be in there. Boston. They will probably go to the playoffs, yeah. Is Boston the one seed with Gordon Hayward back? Yes. And Kyrie back? Yeah. Oh, God, I hate Boston. Uh, there, yeah. well, okay, wait, wait, refresh my memory. Why do you, let's commiserate. It's, Marcus Smart drives me insane. Okay. In a sort of Draymond Green way. All right. Uh, Kyrie, incredibly talented. I still, 
This is all. It really just goes back to Wizards Celtics matchups. And That's fair. no one said this has to make sense. Kelly Olynyk, uh, Olynyk, um, him going nuts in Game Seven two years ago he's was annoying. just mind-boggling. So yeah, I, I, Wait, I Olynyk's he's not there. He's not he's there anymore. The heat, right? The Heat now, yeah. Um, but that team, it's it's and the Boston fans think they're great. Whatever, can't stand them. I, it's um, pretty disgusting where Boston sports are right now. If you take a step back and think about it, they've it been is, on like a fifteen-year run. It it's is so, fucking revolting. It's, it's really bad. I I and I love the Sixers. I shouldn't like Philly teams. Mm-hmm. Once again, in another East Coast city that is not Washington D.C. But oh, I'm going to bet the under on the Sixers. I'm, tell me how to make a wager online because I'm going to do it. Because uh, Embiid's not going to be healthy for another straight year. He looks heavy. I, where do I bet? What's their over under? Probably like they're probably 50. like a fifty two something like that. Yeah, tell me how to make. Tell me how to bet. Tell me how to gamble. So they ended up at fifty two wins last year. Uh huh. Man, Markel does not look good. Yeah. Uh, sometimes not knowing a goddamn thing is really uh, helpful because you don't lose the forest for the trees. He's not very good at basketball, and but he still has that allure. He hasn't, you know, he doesn't have that uh, that Greg Oden stink on him yet. Like I don't understand why he is not readily available. And when imposing like, owners, like you, you could have traded him and gotten Kawhi Leonard. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like if I was Philly, I would try to get Jimmy Butler for Markel and a couple picks. Go all in, and yeah, Jimmy and Ben Simmons kind of both need the ball a lot, but. Markel's not going to – he cannot shoot. He is shooting pull-ups again, and people are leaving him wide open in the preseason for threes, and he just will not do it. An opposing owner is fucking yelling at him to shoot the ball and laughing about it. Like, that's a terrible, terrible sign. And I could have told you that. Yeah, you have three would-be superstars, none of whom – I mean, is it, honestly, who wins a three-point shooting contest? Embiid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From those three? For sure. <laughs> It's yeah, that's rough. <laughs> it's very rough. And the the question I think Brett Brown talked about how he is going to start JJ Redick in second halves and give Markel run. He's gonna start Markel in the first half, but then when it matters, start Redick in the second half and let Markel go against twos. Just uh-huh. to try to get the offense going for Markel. Okay. So seventy six are still good. Cleveland? They were a four seed last year. Yeah. That probably, probably doesn't probably, matter. Probably fall off a little bit. Tristan thinks they'll be just as good, if not better, without LeBron. That's, that's Irrational great. confidence guy. Um, I think it's just interesting to see what, when you, like, what is Kevin Love? I don't think anybody has known since he was in Minnesota, and he's, the answer to that question when he was traded is different than the answer to that question now. I'm kind of curious to see what he is, but is I Is he 25 and 15 like he was in Minnesota? Doubt it. Seriously doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Pacers were the five seed. Kind of amazing. We're not predicted to be there, but Oladipo goes nuts. Which is why, I I don't know, if if you're betting, I think you just bet on regression to the mean. Sorry, Hmm. there's one Pacers guy who didn't like that last year, and he was right, and he's not going to like it this year. And he might be right again, but if I had to bet, I'd say they regress. Uh, The Miami Heat were the six seed. They are apparently trying still for the Jimmy Butler trade, but it's fallen apart multiple times. Yeah. They seem to be giving away quite a bit uh-huh. for that supposed trade, and I'm still kind of amazed that they were above the Bucks and the Wizards, but they somehow did it. In the regular season last year, the Bucks and the Wizards were the 7 and 8 seed. Hmm, that's interesting. Like, yeah. it's kind of amazing 
the Pacers and the Heat were the five and six, and the Bucks and the Wizards, with generally accepted better players, yeah, were the seven and eight seed. Now there were some injuries on those two teams, but the still. Heat to me are they're like the Mavericks of the East. They're always willing to take the big swing and. That every guy on the roster has some kind of story and role, and they don't, they don't, they never have like unknown guys, but they're always just these sort of like the Rockets used to be, too. Like, just these collections of pieces that are tough outs, but don't scare you until they finally land the big swing. Like, they're not, they're, fair, not yeah. they're not really building anything. They're just like, we have an organizational culture such that we're going to be a really, really tough out and we're going to build up, you know, the, we're going to get the most out of the players that we have and we're basically just fucking hanging around until we get another superstar. But the problem is when you do that and then you have to sign guys like Hassan Whiteside for max deals yeah. and then it turns out he hates the team, doesn't want to play there and you're paying him $22 million a year yeah. to then sit on the bench, you can't raise that ceiling and your floor is still where it's at. Yeah. I'm. You know, we weren't doing these then, but I'm pretty sure if we were, you could go back and listen to me tell you then that probably trade high on Hassan Whiteside. That would have been a smart move. Uh, so, yeah, Bucks 7 seed. You figure Giannis has a better season, gets more in tune with Bledsoe, uh, hopefully they make a push and are higher up in the rankings, and then the Wizards at the eight seed. Boy, it's just become a really top heavy league. I'm I'm just like skeptical about the whole like preordained next step for Giannis and the Bucks. I guess the next step for Giannis is more of a sure thing because it's I think easier to project a player's development than a team's development. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. They don't scare me very much. How does the Blake Griffin-led Pistons scare you? They were the nine seed last year. I sleep well at night knowing that the Pistons are are coming to town. Drummond Stan, Stan and Griffin. Loses, Stan loses his job too, right? Did he not lose? Is he already it? gone? He might have lost half of his job, right? Last year, yeah. Or is, I, that, or is that Tibbs? I don't know. They're, they're, like, they're both they, they like, like the same fully guy controlling the team, yeah. And that just can't. That was a bad idea with Doc Rivers, like. Just take away that power to be the GM. Well, there are people just, who are capable of it. They just don't happen to be that guy. I don't. Who's capable of it? I mean, um, you've got like Buford yeah. in San Antonio. You would think Pop probably has more control I was gonna, than a normal coach. Yeah, but name you him. Still got RC there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was going to name him as a guy. But does 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 our who swings the hammer? Does RC ever go? Look, Doc. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Pop. Thanks for your insight. But we're going and getting so and so. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So then the Hornets, 10 seed. Who the hell is on? Is it Kemba Walker? That is Kemba. Oh. I, I, I honestly could not pick him out of a lineup. I just keep on hearing great things, and I hope one day he gets traded to a team I can watch. Really impressive point guard, but yeah, it's all, yeah. what else are you going to do? All-star, Nobody goes to those right? games. Yeah. Uh, Knicks were the 11 seed. They're just... Blah. I don't know. Your Brooklyn Nets were a 12 seed. Yeah, I... I take a lot of solace in all these articles I always read about how amazing it's being run, and I, I you know, I, I guess, I guess we've got our head back above water, so that's cool. Bulls were the 13 seed. Who the fuck is on the Bulls? Very young, right? Oh, granted, oh, Markman oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, got yeah, hurt, yeah, 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 so yeah. he's out uh, like six to eight weeks. Oh, they got they got Levine and they got um, um, what's his uh, from off the 
off the Bucks. That is one of the players I was going to ask you about in a minute. Yes, they did add Jabari Parker. Right. Uh, oh, you want to do that now? Does anybody care who's left in the East? That would be the Orlando Magic no. and the Atlanta Hawks. Nah. Okay. So ahead. watch the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young has been entertaining mm-hmm. uh, in the preseason. Yeah. There were Steph Curry comparisons while he was playing at Oklahoma. Well, I'll check out number one. Number Nowhere two picks. near as good. Okay. But interesting. So. I know we've only got a couple minutes left. I wanted to run players who've changed teams over the, the offseason and see if you can name what team they're on. Yes. I already got one. Tony Parker. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tony Parker is in the Southeast. Correct. Uh, Tony Parker is a member of the Orlando Magic? Incorrect. He He's will a be hawk? backing up Kemba Walker on the on Hornets. Charlotte. Okay, 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 okay. Austin Rivers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know he got he got he's going to make a real contribution for somebody because he actually has become he's so shit up on these actually become underrated. Is he a Nick? He is a Washington Wizard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. I had he a will good, be backing I had, up John Wall. I know he had a good laugh wherever he got traded. Yeah, <laughs> part of that infamous Marcin Gortat trade, right? Uh, Brooke Lopez. Uh, Brooke Lopez is no longer a Laker. He oh is in the East. Oh, okay, well, there I was going to say the Mavericks. <laughs> he's in the. I, I forget. He is with the Bucks. Yeah, he said he wants to bring a lot to help Giannis's development. Julius Randle. He's a good guy. As I've said many times about Brooke Lopez, he's a really solid dude and a pretty solid role player. And I hope one day he gets to play for an NBA team. <laughs> Julius Randle. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, leaves I, the Lakers. Leaves the Lakers. He is a. Um, um, uh, I know this one. He's a Pelican. That is correct. Yeah, Timothy Mozgov. <laughs> he's not a net. You're looking at me like he's a net. No, he's, he's not, not. He's not he's a not, net. He's, he's in the net. East. I have no idea where Mozgov is. He is a member of the Orlando Magic. I'm sure he'll enjoy the weather. Uh, just a couple left. Dennis Schroeder. I believe it's pronounced Schroeder, and he is... Okay, now hold on. Leaves Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's... He's in some godforsaken place. Oh, no, 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 no. He's Of course, he's on the Thunder. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, three left. Ryan Anderson. They got rid of him. They got rid of him. Wow. Well done. That's right. And I did read about this deal more than a dump. They actually did something smart there, as Daryl Morey obviously is wont to do. I don't know where. Is he somewhere in the center of America? He's with the Phoenix Suns. No, it's not in the middle. Nerland's Noel. I can't even keep. There's a. There's like a. He him. was on Dallas, yeah. but like. Is he, he did, like did, ate hot dogs during a game? And, him and, and Julian Lokafor are the same ghostly specter in my mind. They're, they're guys I know a lot about that I've never actually seen in the flesh. Nerlens is with OKC. Okay. I think Okafer's with the Pelicans, but I could be wrong there. Those both sound right. And lastly, Isaiah Thomas. Oh my lord. Yes. Still a member of the human race and apparently also an NBA player. I am going to guess that he landed with the Kings. He is with the Denver Nuggets, so they do have a superstar, not just 10 really good players. (laughs) I see. Well, I wish him and them the best. And just like that, we are out of time. Thank you. You're uh, at Andrew Gruse. Yes. 